Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Homes, is presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products on 1010XL. Now your hosts, Donna Murphy, Lauren Brooks, Amanda Borges, and Blythe Brumley. Hi, ladies. Hey, welcome back. It's been a few weeks. I know. I got to be on for one segment last week. By far the best segment I could have asked for because it was right at the beginning before things got too crazy for me. Had I tried to come on later, it never would have worked, so it worked out perfectly well. Uh, last week, UNF played host to Florida in the NIT. We found out Sunday around like 9.15 p.m. and uh, put the game on on Tuesday night, so needless to say, that part is over, and uh, now Florida, though, is still playing in the NIT, so talk about the worst time possible to do O'Connell Center renovations. Uh, when your team is going to actually could have hosted. In the NCAA, they, Florida would never have hosted. But now in the NIT, they would have had all these opportunities to host games. And their team's been on the road. So <laughs> Why did they plan cool. that? Well, was that I don't think planning? that they planned. No, when they started the renovations at the O'Connell Center, I don't think that anyone planned for Florida to be in the NIT. I think they yeah, planned for Florida to be in the NCAA. Yeah, but that stuff happens. Yeah, but worst case scenario, you lose out on some revenue from taking and such, okay. yeah, you're not right. you're not losing an entire season of revenue. It right. would just be the, the postseason. And traditionally, NIT games don't sell out. We were, I think, I could be wrong, I want to say UNF was the only sellout in the NIT um, for the first round. That's awesome. So that's pretty cool. But it's also because we're going up. Our competition is arenas that are like 12,000, <laughs> yeah. 20,000 people. Um, hi, Blythe. You made it back oh, to the Buckman. <laughs> back from the other side of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. It's good to be back with this you. This house is gorgeous. Isn't yes. it amazing? And so on the first break, you know, we'll uh, we'll all go on a tour and tell you more about it. So yep. far, I've made it to the craft room and oh, outside. Yeah. And once I saw outside, I just didn't come back. Yeah. When I was talking to you and you were talking about how stressed you were, I was like, I'm getting sun on my back <laughs> overlooking the water here. Like, this is gorgeous. I don't feel stressed at all. But I did get you a mimosa. Thank so you so much. I'm no well refreshed It's not now. an orange juice, just for the record. Um, all right, ladies. So March Madness, we're talking about college basketball. I want to know have you been locked in i'm gonna guess that the three of you haven't but i want to know how you're feeling you all fill out a bracket does it change who you're rooting for like if you had michigan state in it were you though still rooting for michigan state or were you rooting for that middle tennessee state upset i want to know how y'all are feeling I am the keeper of the brackets, yes. as you may know. I do. You are. So the only thing I am looking forward to is seeing who else gets knocked out. My <laughs> coin has still uh, is still alive because nice. the coin all the way. Yeah, because the coin picked Indiana. Wow. So if Indiana can pull off the upset of UNC, I am really excited and still in it. But it's just a, it's a coin. That's why. But and that's what I think that's the most frustrating part to a lot of people who right. who watch a lot of college basketball right. is they put that intense, mm-hmm. you know, hours and hours every weekend watching. And then all of a sudden they get to the brackets and they go. Uh, everything I filled out was wrong. Right, yep. And I watched way more than that person. And they yep. picked based off of a coin. They picked off based off of colors. They picked based off of how cute the right. head coach is potentially in some situations. And they get farther. Yep. Blythe, what about you? I, I know Louisville's not in it. I, and, and that was my thing. That's <laughs> why I did not do a bracket this year. This is the first time in like 10 years where I haven't what? done a bracket. I just wasn't into it. Just didn't do one. And I I, I sort of enjoyed my weekend. I watched the highlights. I still catch up on it. Um, but I 
have not watched a full game, you know, from start to finish. And I, I, I no apologies. <laughs> sorry. I, she says no apologies. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. We won't Sarcastic accept your sorry. non-apology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those bracketologists. Can I call myself that? Yes. No, because you oh. picked Iowa. Well, you listen, all, I'm about out. to tell you, this no. is the kind of college basketball fan I am. I pick teams super randomly, obviously. And then I only watch certain games when I feel like it. Sure. I don't lock in. <laughs> I don't have my bracket sitting in front of me and stare at the TV. I'll like, after the weekend, I'll go back and say, am I still alive? Who's in it? Who's out? And that's it. That's all. I don't get wrapped up in it, <sighs> especially since my team lost now. Yep. Um, okay, so for me, I didn't fill out a bracket, not because I'm disinterested or my team's on it or anything like that, but more because of work and all that stuff. I find that it is way more enjoyable watching these games, and I can completely lock in and not get emotionally involved, and I get to root for the team that I would actually root for had I had no interest or no vested interest whatsoever. It's freeing almost. It's like when I get to watch college football that doesn't involve a Southeastern Conference school, and I just get to sit there and watch and enjoy it. That's how I am with college basketball this year, and it's fantastic. You get to actually appreciate the moments versus just the team that you picked because you want bragging rights, which in the end, bragging rights don't really mean anything anyways, because everybody's wrong. Like it's not like one person has a perfect bracket. No, after Middle Tennessee State beat Michigan State, ESPN tweeted out that there were of millions, six brackets that were still perfect at that point. And obviously those have been blown to smithereens since then. I, what I love about college basketball are those absolute memorable moments that for the people of those teams or for people of college basketball will never forget. You know, that half court shot that was the buzzer beater right. mm-hmm. for, oh, sorry. I got too close to something um, for them to win. It, that's the kind of stuff that like you can't get that almost anywhere else yeah. in sports. And it's to me, it's also it's this time of year. I just I love it. I love the Masters coming up. I love the commercials. Mm-hmm. I love the azaleas already blooming down here. <laughs> I love wondering how they're you know whatever type of what is that called um botanists are being able to what are you talking about <laughs> being she's able going, to she loves spring it's spring is <laughs> here is, I, I know what you're talking about they, the they, they alter the yeah, they, they use um ice bags on <laughs> yes. the roots of the azaleas to keep them from blooming until the masters really yes. yeah and so while azaleas have been blooming here since february yeah and they're really in bloom now up there they don't want them to bloom until you know mass coverage of it see i'm much more i i love the players much more than augusta have you ever been to augusta i i don't care to go since they were so anti-women forever well that's completely understandable i love i love how much it means to the golfers I don't know. I just want to see the beauty of the nope. course. I've, I've, yeah. I've tried to get those lottery tickets every single year for about yeah. five years now. I have never been granted lottery tickets. I'd go to St. Andrews. And I'd go to Kapalua. That's in Hawaii. Right. Well, that's, I mean, and St. Andrews is, I mean, not just as historic as Augusta. I get it, but it does nothing for me. Well, so last week when it was pouring down rain, I thought to myself, this is exactly why they pushed the players to yep. May. Is this a kind of weather in Florida in mm-hmm. March is it's so volatile and working I worked baseball games all weekend and it was like 
one day you're like, oh, we're never going to have the game. It's not going to happen. And it was gorgeous. Yeah. And it's, I mean, again, I love March, but it's sometimes Welcome it can be a little Florida. finicky. Yep. I know, exactly. All right. So we have a Peterbrook chocolate heel to give away. D-Murph, do you no, want to let... No, chocolate basket. Yeah, it's a chocolate whole basket. Easter basket. Whole basket. Wow. To give away. Do you want to tell everyone how we will be giving that away? Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be a whole lot of fun. We just need you to text into the text line driven by Duval Ford, and that's 641 641-1010. Just give us your most memorable uh, Easter egg hunt or, or something that you found in your Easter basket that you weren't expecting, a something funny odd, a funny story. story. Yeah, anything. Is it if it with you, with your kids, whatever it is, um, text us in 641-1010 to the 1010XL Text line driven by Duval Ford. And Perfect. that is going to be 641-1010, like she said. All right, so real quick, my Easter story that's, to me, just <laughs> fantastic and so such an epitome of me. <laughs> um, I was on Saturday, the day before Easter, when I was about four, I was riding my little, um, you know, tricycle. Not really even a tricycle, one of those um, like fake cars kind of thing, but it was one that you push. Well, somehow I got it dislodged and our driveway's kind of slanted. Scraped my entire half side of my face. So when my mom took me to Easter church on Sunday, everyone thought she abused me. That's awful. Here I am. She wants to get pictures for Easter Sunday and I just look like a wreck. Just look to the other side. Right? Yeah. Profile. Luckily, uh, there's no pictures from that Easter. But I do, I just I adore Easter and I love uh, the pastels. I got my toes painted last Easter week. Dresses. Easter dresses. Easter I love yeah. Easter dresses. I saw you went shopping recently. Oh yeah, Easter I've already dresses. got my Easter dress. I get to go to a wedding in a couple weeks. I picked out a dress. Supposed to come in tomorrow. A little nervous. <laughs> Try it on. We'll see what happens. All right. So we also are going to have a Twitter poll that at Helmets and Heels is going to tweet out. What would your walk-up song be? Hip-hop, country, or rock? And we're getting that by based off of a story. Can that we Meg- have a neither? Like Shh. other? No. No, we cannot. We she just one. wants an Elvis. I know. We'll do an I would not be Elvis. It wouldn't? No. Oh. No. we're going to have to find out. Look yeah, at that. Exactly. Yeah. And we'll tell you what Meg Rowley wrote all about when it comes to walk-up songs. We're going to teach Amanda a few baseball terms because Amanda's going on a baseball trip next week, and she is not exactly a baseball aficionado, but we're going to help her get to want, get to be one by the time the show ends. We also have studs and duds, and uh, in case I miss anything, we also have Jaguars offensive lineman Luke Bowenko joining us, as well as several guests in the house. We are live from the DreamFinders home in Mandarin Oaks Reserve. You listen to Helmets and Heels Built by DreamFinders on 10 X on 2.5 FM. Jaguars football by women, for women, and men. Helmets and heels, built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. Is this Kid Rock? No. No. Donna, oh my God. Oh, come on, Don. So I was going to say we have special guest producer Tyler Devitt in the house. <laughs> My bad, Tyler. And by in the house, I don't mean here live with us at DreamFinders because you can't really make all the magic happen if you're there. Uh, so, Tyler, tell everyone what your walk-up song would be. This was uh, Led Zeppelin's smash hit, When the Levee Breaks. That is correct. One of Jessica Blaylock's old absolute favorite songs. This might this might actually be her walk-up if we were to so ask that's her. that's why we I don't know. Her. I know nothing Led Zeppelin. No. 
No, that, that's quite all right. <laughs> Everyone has a different interest in musical taste, and throughout the show, we'll tell you what our walk-up songs would be. And we tweeted out the question, what would your walk-up song be if you were a baseball star? Hip-hop, country, rock, or pop? We added pop because you can have a fourth category, and we felt like those three were encompassing, all-encompassing enough. So go ahead and vote on <laughs> that. We now have studs and duds to get to. DMARF, I'm going to start with you as always. I am going to be much like last week where I picked you as my stud. Which is so sweet of you. Thank you. Yeah, that you were. You were nice. pretty awesome last week. Aww, but thanks. big news, I feel, in the Murphy household. And my son doesn't have to go to speech therapy anymore. <gasps> what? So I am going to give my stud to his ABA therapist, Carolina, who works with him every day, Monday through Friday, side by side. So he has done so good. So now we are no longer on speech therapy. We still have to do That's occupational and still ABA. Amazing. But yes. That's awesome. So Carolina, who has done some amazing work. Oh, he's probably going to miss wow. her. Well, no, they're still. She's, she's still involved. Yeah, in she's she's okay, his good. ABA therapist who works with him. Not for the other stuff too. Yeah. Okay, so awesome. Since yep. my mom is a speech pathologist, amazing. I have to say that growing up, I didn't realize how important those yes. positions are, those people are in people's lives. Yep. And so, oh, congratulations! Yes. This is such a big moment you'll never it forget. Is. I'm so excited. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love That's it. That's amazing. Live, who's your stud? Yours for is not going to compete. <laughs> no, 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 it, it's not. Um, I, I did want to give a little bit of a shout out to uh, Craig Sager. He's sure. a mm-hmm. longtime veteran reporter. Uh, he announced yesterday, I believe it's coming out today on HBO Real Sports that um, his cancer, leukemia, is back and the doctors, unfortunately, have given him three to six months to live. But he has said that he's going to be fighting until the very end. And I think if anybody knows somebody who's suffered from this terrible disease, that that prayers and and positive thoughts mean a lot. So if you have a moment in your day, take that time out, send that that positive thought over to him and and let him know that you care because they they really do help. Um, My legit stud, because he actually is is a stud, but um, my real stud is uh, going to be the state of baseball and opening up the, you know, President Obama opened up mm. the doors for, for diplomatic relations with Cuba and all the players that get to be reunited with their families. I think this whole, like, tour of of Cuba with the, the Tampa Bay Rays were playing there today. A couple of players got to go on a goodwill mission over the weekend and got to see their families for the first time in years. And I think that it's just really, really incredible for not only just the Cuban players, but just the, the, the game of baseball itself because they've given us so many good players over the years and they have to make that decision mm-hmm. to leave their families. I think it was um, the White Sox, Jose Abreu. He saw his son for the first time in three years. His wow. son is five. And just to be able to have that moment with him just this past weekend, I think is incredible. So Your son actually did That's compete. Awesome. Okay, good job. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Thanks. I can't imagine not seeing my child from age two to age five. I mean, that that's a... They're a different person at that point. And yeah. they had video they had video cameras everywhere, but for that specific moment for the first time that he saw his son in years, he actually, you know, told the cameras to go away. So he had that private moment with Good. his son and then came out and spoke to reporters. So it was really, really great stuff outside the lines at that report over the weekend. It's been great stuff. So if you have a chance, check it mm-hmm. out. And we're going to get to a little later uh, some more baseball stuff with kids and all that good stuff. All right, Amanda, who's your stud? Well, mine is actually sticking with the theme of baseball. Shocking. Yes. Um, Today I got to check out what the Jacksonville Suns are doing, which I think is really awesome. So they're starting phase one of renovations that they're doing to the stadium. And the coolest thing I think that they're 
constructing and working on is a tiki terrace. So essentially out right behind left field, there's going to be a tiki bar and tables and chairs for you to kind of sit. So it'll kind of be like an outside bar um, right there outside left field. And I think it will just be an awesome social atmosphere for everyone to go out. So they're doing lots of cool things over there. Um, I want to say it's the biggest, it's going to be the biggest tiki bar in Northeast Florida. I'm wow. pretty sure that's what they said. Um, I'm not sure what that means. I don't They've know. Never been to my backyard. I'm just kidding. They're going to have the I biggest tiki. I, I heard your right. report too, because it, yeah. it's going to be done in a week. Yeah, so they've already started it. When we went out there today, um, I would say it's more than halfway done. Wow. And they're going to have it done for Flor- uh, Florida versus Florida State baseball next week. Holy Which God. I don't no, think they started Tuesday. it today. I no, no, no. <laughs> wow. Today. No, that's what I mean. Yeah. Super quick. No, they did not start it today. <laughs> just like tiki torches outside. Oh, man, I had no that's how fast it's yeah. going to be done. They um, they put me to work, and it's going to be done next week. She got Tuesday. the hard hat from the Jags yep. tour last week, yeah. two weeks ago. I definitely helped with that. Um, but it's supposed to be done by next Tuesday, and then obviously it will be ready for opening day, I believe it's April 7th or some, somewhere awesome. around there. Um, so I just think it's really awesome. They're doing a lot to help minor league baseball in general and also in Jacksonville, and their goal is to make it one of the best minor league baseball stadiums in minor league baseball. So I think that's fantastic. And right. it's, the new owner. it's the new owner's Ken regime Babby. starting yep. this year, Ken right? Ken Babby. Yep. He spoke today. I met him. He's really awesome. He's so passionate about this and ready to go. So it was a cool, cool thing to see. A lot of people were concerned that the Suns were going to change the name of the team. Right. But so far, you know, they're not touching that. So that's great news for all the longtime Suns um, fans. And I've gotten to meet with several of the new staff from the Suns. They're all fantastic. I haven't gotten to meet Ken yet, but I've heard he's amazing. And mm-hmm. I'm so so excited about Suns baseball. Heck yeah. I so love cool. baseball. Like I, I'm like appreciative of the times that I get to work you enough baseball. I, especially for the fact that we have won of the last six games. We've won half of them in walk-offs oh, like, nice. half at home, all of them. So it, yeah, you're like, Oh, we're down. doesn't matter. This past Sunday, we were down six to three going into the ninth inning and we came back and won. Wow. wow. So, or we were down like five to three, something like that, whatever. Same difference. The point is we won. Um, it was five to two. That's what it was. Cause we came back with four runs regardless. Um, well, they're also renovating suites, which is exciting, as well, which is, and cool. the suites weren't that bad. Have y'all been in a sun no. suite before? I have. They're, they're nice. The, the stadium is actually really nice yeah, in general. So the fact that they're stadium. doing upgrades to it is really incredible. Yep. Well, and Ken owns a team in Akron too. And I forget the name of the, their mascot, but, um, I'm sure that that has, you know, kind of paved the way in Ohio for minor league baseball. And he's and a lot of here. the, um, the sun's new merchandise that like clothing wise, yes. it looks incredible. It yeah. does. Oh yeah. Really, really well done. Um, Last year, I was walking to the game in a pair of flip-flops, walking to a Suns game. My flip-flop broke. I had to walk in with one shoe on, oh. and I bought a pair of Suns flip-flops. I remember <laughs> that. that yes. Yeah, because Frank was yes. involved, and he like taped it, and I'd already come yeah. back with new shoes, and he was really upset that, that he couldn't story. save the day. <laughs> um, so my stud is the University of Florida gymnastics team. Have you ever competed in gymnastics? You've done dance. Dance, not gymnastics. Never gymnastics. That's a whole yeah. Yeah. world. So, I did gymnastics, but I never competed. competed. Yeah. And I'm the same way. I did it to the level where right before you get to the competition stage, but I was already swimming competitively and playing right. soccer, and I didn't want right to Right when it. you realize you're not good enough <laughs> to compete, that's when you quit. <laughs> that, that's not at all the that conversation that I had. Done. Um, but no, it's, it's extremely intense to take the balance beam. I think, like, to me, the balance beam is just this really scary apparatus and 
these girls, I mean, you'll watch different meets and they end up getting hurt because one slip and their toes are gripping uh. this thing. And to me, the nerves of, of having all the pressure in the entire world, they've been ranked number one a lot of the season, all the pressures because they've won the last two national championships. They went into Little Rock and they won again. And to me, it's awesome. It's great because it's it's a team that it's a brand new head coach and I forget her name. I'm gonna kick myself. Um, Rhonda Fain was the coach last year. She was taken to the U.S. Olympic team and now they have a new coach and she came in and you know whenever that happens you expect it kind of drop off mm-hmm. a little bit. There's a lot of change and for the seniors like Bridget Sloan, it's this whole new system. But did fantastic. That's they awesome. won. Yep. So congrats to them. Awesome. Demar, who's your dud? My dud is going to be Peyton Manning. For the report coming out that he is choosing Denver for when he goes into the Hall of Fame. Puh, that is so absurd. You spent all of your Hall of Fame career. Hall of Fame career to me was in Indy, not in his, oh yeah, you won because of your defense in Denver. So bad way, bad He's way to end it. still salty about Ursay saying goodbye to him. Exactly. And I would be too. A, they're building a statue for the man, a I, statue that I hope every pigeon <laughs> finds and poops on. He is ridiculous. I would rather have my job in the town where I spent 14 years, where I beloved, where my family has grown up, than have a statue. I would have rather kept my job and not been let go and had to find a new team than have a statue like that. But that's how I feel. I'm extremely loyal to the company where I work, so I would absolutely hate. I would. They said goodbye to me. I would almost guarantee that if he did end up staying. He would have retired a lot sooner. Oh, and I a agree lot too. Sooner. I agree. But there's something emotional about someone firing you, which is exactly what that is, releasing you and saying you're too old. Yeah, you gave us your heart and soul and your blood, sweat and tears, but peace out. Nope. See you later. So that's how, that's where I disagree with you on the, the front. Yes, he had the retirement ceremony with Indy, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal that he chose Denver. Nope. <laughs> I, I, I think he should have chose the Colts just because he played so long there, 13, 14 mm-hmm. seasons with him. He should have chose the Colts. But at the end of the day, if, if, if that's like going back to like a jilted lover, would, would you go with the, the person who, who supported you and had faith in you? Or would you go back to, to the ex? If the person exactly. made you who you are, then yeah. Well, that's a good but point. they make you who you are. And then that's when they let you go. Sorry, you're too old. Like right Moving when you on get to the to younger. You. Right, exactly. Has anyone ever had an ex make a statue of them? <laughs> that's a good, Thank that's a goodness, good point. the answer's no. All right, Vlad, who's your dad? <laughs> I had a couple duds. I was going to go with Dwight Howard for using stick'em on a basketball the other night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but he's too easy to make fun of. So what I'm going to go with is uh, it's a company called RTE, and they handle the advertising rights in the country of Ireland, and they've chosen ah, to... Yeah. Ban uh, Conor McGregor, who's UFC a UFC fighter, fighter chose to ban his Budweiser commercial because apparently it promotes alcohol. Even though there's no alcohol in in the commercial whatsoever, he's not drinking any kind of alcohol. But they chose to ban it. But it's Ireland. Wait, I was just saying that. Are we talking about Ireland, the country? Uh, Ireland, the country. But it's a, not a man- it, it's um it's a managing company. It's called RTE, and they manage what's appropriate to put on TV mm-hmm. and what's not. And it's mm-hmm. like a media association. So apparently, the media has a love hate or has a hate relationship with Conor McGregor, okay. but the fans absolutely love him. That so, I can see. So that's where a little bit of the, it the really has nothing to do with in. Budweiser. It has more to do with him. 
pretty much his yeah. personality and, and, and they don't still, like him but still he's he's he wins fight i know he just lost his right. recent fight but he was fighting in in two classes above him he, he mm-hmm. had to gain weight in order to make that class he just turned down a movie role yep in order to focus on fighting what wow. was it expendables five or something Probably. i don't know <laughs> i think it was at the rock your boy amanda oh, um by the way the thanks to my dad jenny roland is the name of the uf now gymnastics coach <laughs> oh, okay the, thank you lauren's dad the, yeah the love of florida everything runs deep <laughs> in the blood <laughs> Um, all right, Amanda Borges, who's your dad? Well, you gave me the perfect transition because speaking of Florida. <laughs> oh, sheesh. So last week we did our show live from UNF. Yep. We had a fantastic time during our show. I go in to watch the I'm game. I'm so glad I hosted you well. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Actually, um, really thanks to Chris Deason who ran the alumni tailgate. And he's the one who made sure that yes, the show went well. Yes, I, so I thank left you. y'all in the we, Yeah, we had a blast and uh, we kicked Lauren out, but it was totally fine. So, so I, I go into the game and I'm sitting on press row and right in front of me happened to be the Florida Gator cheerleaders, which is fine. <laughs> yes, Tyler. <laughs> Listen, when you have such a deep hatred yes. for a rival, yes. there's nothing worse than sitting within four feet of cheerleaders <laughs> cheering and yelling and screaming and banging their megaphones. And then to top it all off. Sorry, we have a cheerleader in the house. I apologize. All my best friends are all my best friends are cheerleaders. Multiple I have nothing cheerleaders. against cheerleaders, okay? Listen. Just it's because I don't I don't like Florida, okay? I am a seminal. <laughs> to top it all off, your little Florida Gator mascot decides to come over and eat me with his giant foam head. His name is Albert. Okay, his name is Albert. Well, Albert and I are not friends. You look like sushi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I left at halftime because I was so upset. No, 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 no. You did not leave at halftime because you were upset. You was at halftime because that was probably your plan all along, and B, the game was a little out of hand. The game was out of hand. I understand. But Although you enough made a decent comeback in the second half. You're right. But, yeah. but had I been sitting on the other side, I would have enjoyed myself because the Florida Gator chillers were nowhere near me. In this instance, they were right in front of me, and I was just boiling. It's like they knew I was sitting there. Sure. They, they saw a cute girl, and they were like, we're going <laughs> to shake our shoulders right in front of her, shake our bomb-bombs. Oh, you know, my gosh. Lauren, Lauren did have a meeting with the cheer yeah. beforehand. So. Right. Oh, yeah. I told him, that, hey, that blonde. Yes. She doesn't like you. Annoy yeah. the crap out of her as much as possible. You That's what they did. Next they week? won. Yeah, I was actually doing the chop to Albert, which I think is why he decided to eat me well, with his giant foam head. He probably never expected that because you're in, you know, media row, so you're supposed to be completely neutral, and then all of a sudden you're chopping. I was only doing that because he was giving me a hard time, so I was like, you know what, Albert? Here you go. Here's a nice little chop for you. Alright, I've got a quick dud for you. It's actually in the NBA. Pelican Center Kendrick Perkins oh. annoyed me when he <laughs> did a complete horse collar to another player, sent him to the ground, and he got ejected. And instead of just getting ejected, knowing he did something wrong, he almost started a fight while getting ejected. How is he? St- I didn't even know he was still in the league. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he is. So anyway, uh, he's he's <laughs> my dud for what he did to Portland's Damian Lillard. All right, that's studs and duds. We want to get to the Adam LaRoche story. We have not had a chance to weigh in because that story broke last Wednesday. So we will get to that coming up next. You're listening to Helmets and Heels live from the Dream Finders home in Mandarin Oaks. And we are, as always, built by Dreamfinders Homes on 10 2.5 FM.
just want to talk football. More helmets and heels. Built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. Now on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. There is nothing more badass than the fight scene with Gladiator. To me, that is the best part. I am obsessed with this movie. And this is it. This part. The chariot's going around right now. It's so incredible. Yes. This is what I would walk up to if I I was a baseball star. I think (laughs) that I'm going to name your batting average right now. And I'm going to give you 425. Oh, yeah. You, you <laughs> if this is your walk-up song, boom. If you <laughs> right don't get well, you're getting yanked down to, like, the triple A team. Yes. Like, you have to be good if this is your walk-up song. This is amazing. Which we are going to teach Amanda some uh, Thank you so much, baseball Tyler. terms here very soon. Teach I, me. Yeah, good job, Tyler. I love baseball terminology. But before we do that, we're going to get to Adam <laughs> LaRoche. As most people have heard now, the story came out that Adam LaRoche was basically let go from the White Sox because he valued his son, his 14-year-old son, Drake, being in the locker room, or the locker room, in the dugout with the team. And he basically left, left about $13 million on the table by deciding to walk away. He's 36, however, and he didn't play all that well last year. So the question is always then asked, did he really leave, you know, because he wanted to spend time with his son or was it more like, all right, it's really time to go anyway and I may as well make a splash, you know, by leaving now. And then there's the whole, why is his son there all the time? Even if his son is a very respectable young man, he still doesn't belong in an adult dugout and locker room, really, for all that matter. So. Donna, you're the one with the sun. We're going to start with you. What did you think originally when the story came out? And then a whole lot has come out since with certain players saying that the GM lied and all this and that. When the original story came out with the way that LaRoche worded Mm -hmm. his wording, you know, his statement um, to retire, I came off as kind of offended. Like, what are you trying to make us working parents feel bad? Like we don't want to spend time with our kids. Okay. And that's a take I would have never thought about. That's That's how I looked at it. Like, well, are you calling me a bad mom because I go to work without my child because I make sure he's taken care of, you know, with his ABA schooling and stuff like that. Um, But then once everything came out and when it did come out, I was so happy that uh, Dempsey on Jaguar today had David Garrard on because no one has said it since I've heard Garrard say it. And he says, well, now you are making your son live up to this. Like I quit for you. Yeah. So you can do no wrong. You know that, right? And you will always know that I quit for you. And that's just too much tremendous pressure for a 14-year-old boy. He will now always know, why does your dad quit? Oh, well, because he wants to spend time with me. What? Well, and Frank actually had an interesting take on it also that I wouldn't have thought of. And that was, why on earth would you put your son at the forefront of this entire media debacle instead of just saying, I retire? Don't say a word about your son to the media because now there is a lot of focus on your son. And and when he said that, I thought to myself, now you've got a 14-year-old going to school at the time thinking that he was going to school. And then since finding out he's homeschooled, so the I think the ridicule would be much, much different. But what, does he not have friends? But right, 
friends are going to be like, your dad quit because of you. Right. All yeah. that stuff. Blythe, what did you feel? have friends his own age? Because if he's going to, baseball is a very long season. It's very demanding. This kid was also going on the road with them. Does this kid have friends his own age? Which I think is a very important thing for a 14 right. year old to have. And not to mention, Adam Roche has a daughter as well. So I if he's think not bringing, kids are homeschooled. They, they are. I remember looking into but, that. But he's now favoring the son over right. the daughter. Right. And, yeah. and I think one of the, the biggest trigger points is that he's been with the White Sox. Well, he was with the White Sox all of last year. And I think it was one of those things where you, you, you bring your kid in. Is, in, is it going to be one of those situations where he okay, he really is here every day. Maybe it's just like a once a week kind of deal. Maybe it'll taper off. And then when this season started, they have a lot of new faces at, at the White Sox in their clubhouse. And I think a lot of the players were questioning that. And a lot of the heat has been wrongfully put on on Kenny Williams, who made this decision. I think at first he asked him to, to scale it back a little bit, not even not even 50% was probably too much is what Kenny Williams said. And then he was like, okay, just forget it. Just not at all. Mm -hmm. Because after he was asked to not bring his kid back, he was still bringing his kid back every single day. And it was the main trigger point was that, and and this is no knock on the kid by it. By all reports, the kid is a very nice, nice young man. Um, One player called him a leader. Yeah. That's just crazy. A leader leader in the clubhouse. A leader. This is a clubhouse. But this kid was, he was, walking on the mound and that is sacred ground mm-hmm. whenever it comes to a pitcher's territory you don't walk on the mound and then another um, point that was brought up recently is what happens if this kid is hurt on the field right do they have that kind of liability insurance to cover a 14 year old they, they probably have the liability insurance to cover an employee a team employee well, not a team if it was, kid if it was written into his contract I'm guessing it's not a, a baseball a per, or a, a person responsible for baseball contracts or something was on the Dan Patrick show oh, and said, said it wasn't you cannot put that mm-hmm. legally in a baseball Baseball contract. You cannot put that in there. Mm-hmm. It was more one of those handshake agreements. I just, it's ridiculous. I understand why it rubs some people the wrong way because a lot of people are saying, well, this kid is growing up so privileged and he doesn't understand the type of service he's been given to be able to go on the road with his dad and travel with professional baseball players. That's not something a normal kid does. Well, there are lots of other kids that grow up privileged too. Think about if your dad owns a restaurant, well, you probably get to eat free after school every single day. Not everyone gets to do that. Um, Gus Bradley's kids, they get to go to Jaguars games. No, it's not the exact same, but a lot of kids grow up privileged based on what their parents do. What I don't like is the message that it sends to his son saying, hey, I had a disagreement with my boss and I'm leaving. Right. Well, and one of the players' wives Mm -hmm. said this in her message too, and it's so true. Like, you're teaching your kid that, hey, if you have a disagreement with your higher up or someone at work you disagree with, then just retire or just quit or go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's a weird thing for me because I do get where he said, like you said, Donna, if he wants to spend time with his kid, he has every right to retire. But we're also forgetting the other part of this where his best days in his career are over. Right. So it's almost like he could be using this as an excuse to retire because it kind of could be time maybe, but I definitely don't like the message that it's sending to kids. I just feel so bad for that kid now. Yeah, and just, that's what he's, he's the access is completely taken away now. Yes. Now that he's retired, he, he probably could have had a couple instances throughout the year, maybe a, a handful of occasions where you can bring your kid into the mm-hmm. clubhouse and still have that access. Now he has zero access and he's going to go on for the, probably for the rest of his life dealing with I'm the one to blame. Right. Just like when kids blame themselves when a parent gets divorced, he's going to blame yeah. himself that he doesn't have this kind of access anymore. I hopefully, um, be- or I believe, and hopefully this happened, that 
before he ever made this decision, Adam Lerner sat down with his son, Drake, and said, yeah, yeah. let's talk about all of the different fallout that can happen from this. Let's talk about how I feel. Let's talk about how you feel. And made the decision, not that you should make it collectively because parents are not friends with their kids, but hopefully made the decision in the best possible situation for his son and himself. Well, hey, son, I'm getting older. How much are you going to miss being around the clubhouse? Yeah, you know, they don't really want you around anymore, not because of anything you have to do, but because that's going to bring access to all these other kids. And maybe they're not as, you know, as knowledgeable about how baseball should operate, all that kind of stuff. And baseball, let's get to some terminology real quick. Baseball has a very unwritten rule base that if you don't know what you're doing, for example, I remember talking to Blaylock about this when she first got the job with the Marlins. If a pitcher is throwing a no hitter or a perfect game, <laughs> leave don't bring it up. Never in a million years bring that. it up, right? I know that. But leave are, them alone. There are people that may not know that, and that's the fun, cool part about baseball. So, Demarf, mm-hmm. please ask me if she knows whatever your one of your favorite terminology phrases. Here's the thing: don't ask start. me. You don't just ask. Tell okay. Me. Okay. Mine are more. I thought you might know some of them. You no, do, I probably you do. do. Walk up songs, but well, I your know. First, okay, you're first going. You, when you go next week, you're going to see the Sox first. Right. Yep, that's right. Okay. So, do you know what will happen when Sweet Caroline comes on in the eighth inning? Um, I know that it's a song that is related to the Sox. I don't know why. They, or what they do. It goes back in the ages that at the time the owner's wife, I believe it was, enjoyed the song. Okay. And so they just played it. That's just how it is. It's not like a magical, oh my gosh, story. It's just someone liked it and they kept playing it and now they keep playing it. Do they play it at the same time in yep. every game? They play it okay. in the middle of the eighth inning. That's a okay. Everybody stands okay. up and everybody sings. So that's why. Why the middle of the eighth? That's oh. just how it's always been. Yep. Okay, um, so. It's probably something to do with normally at that point in the game, it has been decided one way or the other. Yeah. Or if it's close, Rally. it gets the front fans yeah. into it. So well, you'll have to get up and sing because I'm sure Rick will. Well, I love that. There we go, Tyler. I can sing. There you song. go. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> now you wait. And now we're not going to sing on air again. So good. So good. So good. That's all you need to do. I'm good. Yeah, so you're, you're going to be set. Perfect. All right, Blythe. Teach the young buck a Teach term, me. please. I'm trying to think of the term. I mean, th- there's stats and stuff that you should know. Um, I would say probably a lost art with baseball is record keeping. You know, having mm-hmm. the, the actual, the, the, the I forget what it's even called, but the book in front yeah. of you and you mark that. Keeping score. Well, the, the score book um, yeah. where you mark if it's single, Run, double. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's always one. But my favorite parts about old. baseball are not just um, the, the, the plays on the field, but it's also the social aspect of it. It's one of the few sports that you can have a conversation with while the game is going on and not feel like you're ignoring the game. And also the food combinations mm-hmm. in minor league baseball are insane. Um, so I definitely recommend trying all the different food combinations that you're going to be at the various parts. I think the Braves gain a bunch of weight on this trip. <laughs> but the Braves released a, a couple I of food items that. today. It was like a pizza burger where it's a, a burger. Burgerita. Yeah, and the, yeah. the bun is a pizza. It yes. looks quite fabulous. All right, Amanda, do you know what small ball is? Forget the food. <laughs> and forget the song. Yeah, I need sports Let's get to some stuff. baseball time. Come on, I Come baseball on y'all. I created a list because I love this stuff. Okay, I think it's cool. so cool how it's in baseball only and in no other sports other than maybe softball. But I right, love do you know it. what small ball is? Uh, no. Do you know what a home run is? Yes. Okay, so small ball is almost the opposite of a home run. So, for instance, when we had our four-run comeback on Sunday, we didn't have a single home run to score those four runs. We just ended up with the bases loaded and 
every time the batter came up, he just had a base hit. So all that did was move everybody around, and then it happened multiple time after or time after time for yep. multiple times. Okay, that's called small ball. You can also have small ball without any hits, which would be like runners stealing bases and stuff, and okay. you know, Kansas watching. City Royals. That's how they won the World Series exactly. last year. Small yeah. ball. or errors and stuff like that. All right, cup what of about coffee. Bunting, bunting. You know what a bunt is. That's Oh, yes. Yeah. See, you're good. Do you know what Guys, I'm smarter than you think I am. I, that's why this I originally said, idea. ask you stuff. And then you said, no, tell me. Remember? Yes. I, I assumed that you were smarter. <laughs> a cup of coffee. Do you know what a cup of coffee is? I have one every of, morning. Yeah. Outside of what you have every morning. No. Tell me. If someone has a cup of coffee. I don't in, even know that. Is it like know. an easy run? No, a cup of coffee is where it's a minor league player that gets a very brief period of time oh, on the major league. Uh, so, like, okay. oh, he had a cup of coffee with the Braves. I've never That's heard that term it. before, and I've never heard it all my life. Okay, else. no, I've heard that. I just didn't know what it was. <laughs> That's got to be a southern term. And I don't even think that was me my whole life. I've never heard that term I've never before. heard that. Really? That one may yeah. even actually be outside of baseball because it's, I think, everything starts with baseball because that's America's pastime, and then it moves into things like the NFL. Oh, we had a cup of coffee with the Ravens, stuff like that. Huh. Um, oppo? Do you know what oppo is? No. Opposite field? Oppo is the okay. same as opposite field? Okay. Well, now you're going abbreviations. That's yeah, fine. but that's, it's good for her to learn because <laughs> she'll hear this stuff in the stands. So. I've heard that term either. You said it can't. <laughs> you're, just, you're serious. Like, I need some Where did you, did you Google this or something? No, I just, the thing. Obscure baseball term. Google, tell me. Baseball nobody uses ever. So. I'm in the stands during a lot of baseball games right now, and I get to hear the chatter from the parents, okay. and I love, if I don't know something, then I look it up. That's like something you would put known. on Twitter. Sure. So opposite That's field. fine. I'll a still be on Twitter. A left-handed batter going to right field, a okay. right-handed batter going to left field. Get it? Opposite of, Got of it. their hand. Yes. Okay. All right. Last Wait, one. Wait, what is that again? That was oppo. Is oppo is the oppo. short. Because it's just oppo. opposite field oppo. Yeah, yeah. I want you to say that and see how many people understand what you're saying. Did you just put a oppo? Oppo. How do I yeah. even use that in a sentence? He just hit that oppo. That sounds so That's weird. Oh. I'm telling you. I'm going to sound thing. like an idiot. This is a, a UNF thing. No, it's not. Okay. It's really not. All right. And last one, thing. both of you know, and if you gripe about this, I'm going to smack you both in the face. <laughs> Hitting for the cycle. Yes. Yes. Okay, thank you. But that's a fun term. I bet you don't know what that means. No. All right. So hitting for the cycle. Has you nothing to do get with a female. single. <laughs> My mind did not even go there, but okay, thank but you. You got to get a single that's making it to first base. Yes, I, I get A double, that. a triple, yeah. and a home run. And there's also a natural the cycle. Game. There is a natural cycle. Where you Donna, hit it you in order. Time in on that one? <laughs> I'm out. So great. <laughs> Okay. Or you're regular. Do it all in the same game, though. Okay. That's, that's cool. hitting for the cycle. Easy enough. I got this. <laughs> yes. See? Thank you. I thought everyone was going to teach you some terms. I'm surprised you didn't throw RBI so in there. Because you know Ribby. Well, yeah, but I figured you would get I went super with ones basic. that you may not know. That's what I thought they were going to do. Oh. This whole... Fail. This whole... Sweet Caroline is No, I love that, it Donna. Is. Like, baseball told, food is very important. It is. I told Donna to teach you dirt dogs. It's fine. You guys all did something different and now I'm so cultured. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk to Jaguars offensive lineman Luke Bowenko coming up next. I don't know if Bowenko is a baseball fan, but I do know Bowenko is a giant college basketball fan. And his alma mater, Virginia Cavaliers, they are in the Sweet 16. We will talk to him coming up next. You'll see the helmets and heels built by Dream Finders Home live from a Dream Finders Home in Manor and Oaks on 1010XL on 2.5 FM. This crazy life I'm
and heels. Built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. On 1010XL, 92.5 FM. We are live at a beautiful DreamFinders model home. We are out in Mandarin Oaks Reserve. Listening to your walk-up song. Listening to my walk-up song. So, so this? this is Brett Eldridge, who's a country artist with Thomas Rhett. Rhett. I just like this, this song. country? It's yes. country pop I would call it, okay, so it's they so have not country as the changed. Yeah, it's like it's country, disco. like pop. They have a country crossover playlist, and that's what this would fit no. under, is country crossover. I'm yeah. going to go with this is disco. It's not disco. But here's why I like National it, because country. it's fun, it's and disco. it's dancey, and it gets you moving and grooving, and, and it makes you smile, and that's what I would want Obviously to Obviously, it makes to. everyone smile besides Dima. Besides, yeah, she thinks it's But you know what can make people smile, Amanda? A Peter Book chocolate Easter basket. Yes! <laughs> How do they win it? Well, you need to text in to the 1010XL text line driven by Duval Ford. What was our question again? A best, our best Easter, Easter memory. Yep. Okay, an Easter memory. It Easter should be basket. funny. We like Story, funny. Whatever. Don't be sappy. Or something funny or yeah, awful. Funny or terrible or weird. And don't say, don't say it was cool because you got like Yankee stuff, you know. Speaking of, of um, the, the 1010XL <laughs> test line driven Claws by, coming out. Line, driven by <laughs> Duval Ford. Tyler, what was one of those texts that we got in um, as I was explaining Oppo wrong? By the way, I got all flustered because I had to explain oh, to people that that's a term used all the time. But Tyler, Quote sorry, what was, that, uh, what was that text we got? It must be a loyal and devoted listener to Jaguars today. Uh, <laughs> Quote, you guys should talk about how handsome and amazing Mike Dempsey is. I don't understand oh. where that came from, but clearly Who handsome and amazing. That? And I just have to say that he called me during the break and he backed me up mm. and said a cup of coffee is one of the most so common you- used terms okay. in all of sports. Never just, heard it. Just saying. Just saying. All right. Let's talk to someone who has not had a cup of coffee. The, he is entering his third year with the Jaguars. That is offensive lineman Luke Bowanko, whom I like to refer to as a fellow barbecue judging expert. Hi, Luke. How are you? <laughs> What's going on? How are you guys doing? Good things. Wait, uh, when did you guys do that? You guys last both judged a April, barbecue contest? Yes. There's a there's a barbecue judging contest that celebrities get to enter into. Oh. Um, <laughs> you mean judge? Or? <laughs> that we get to judge. Yeah. Okay. As, we get to enter as judges. Oh. And, um, you know, you submit your resume as to why you should be a celebrity and, and why you also have experience in judging not our followers. Not yeah. at all. Oh. They just randomly pick people. The oh. first year that, uh, that they um, selected me, they really selected Blaylock. She couldn't go, so I <laughs> filled in and now they feel bad but anyway luke was there but luke got a real invite luke got a real invite except i had to explain to luke how to judge the first round well yeah i didn't know was, i didn't know we were judging anything until you told me that he just thought random people were serving him meat oh my god <laughs> he didn't have to do anything for it that's still good yeah all right luke i was with you last year actually at blaylock's going away party when virginia lost in the NCAA Uh-oh. tournament and you were a wreck so i'd like to hear how you're feeling now about virginia's chances this year i was having a really great tuesday and the first thing you hit me with is no i'm feeling high like, like i'm I'm like already like i'm already completely over it i've already forgotten it and i'm just setting myself up for another uh, beautiful heartbreak but no i'm feeling good we're confident michigan stays out of the tournament so uh exactly that's who you usually lose to what's that that's who you usually lose to i know that's like our kryptonite so when they went out we were pretty we we're pretty happy so do you have a bracket 
I do have a bracket. I actually tweeted it, um, which I, I feel like lends it some credibility because I feel like most people <laughs> just claim they call the upsets after uh, after they after the games. But I put it out there. Not doing too hot, but Virginia's won it all. I saw it. You have Virginia, Oklahoma in the final, right? Yes, I do. Buddy Heald okay. versus Malcolm Brogdon. Hmm. Luke, do you have a favorite March Madness moment of this season so far? Uh, it's got to be the Northern Iowa game, right? Yeah. That was unbelievable. That half-court shot was uh, pretty amazing. Over Texas? Yeah, that was unreal. So, Luke, off-season for you, what have you been up to? Uh, solving math problems. Um, <laughs> Typical. Discoveries. Uh, Inventing yeah, no, stuff. Aside, yeah. aside from the golf and the video games, I don't really do much. I, uh wonder why what what Jacksonville did to get this cold weather the last two days but uh, just a lot of sitting around and uh, enjoying my time off you just went to Luke Jokel's wedding I did go to Jokel's wedding correct nice so yeah, that's something yeah <laughs> oh my gosh I guess that is something yeah, hopefully he's not listening I'm sure he's not listening but, uh, hey, wait a minute we appreciate I that. I thought it all, all got together every Tuesday night and sat in a room and listened to our <laughs> show from 7 to 9 on 1070 2.5 FM and smacking you at the next barbecue eating. <laughs> Luke, do you have a night. signature wedding dance that you do? Oh, man. All my dances are more like falling, but I just call it like abstract modern dance. And, uh, people <laughs> falling with style. It's like that's Yeah, like here. constantly tripping over my shoelaces. Have you been on Brandon Linder's boat in the off season? You know, you wouldn't know Brandon Linder had a boat if uh, he didn't follow him on Instagram. I mean, he doesn't tell you. He doesn't invite you. Uh, me and Blake and, you know, a couple other guys have been trying to get on that thing since he got it. So uh, I haven't yet. Maybe he needs to uh, extend the olive branch a little bit. We have been asking to get on the boat since yeah, before he got it. So we had him on the show during the season, and he brought it up, and we said, hey, we like boats. <laughs> I asked him what kind he wanted to get. He said, contender. I said, when do I come on I it? And I've since seen that he has trip 250s on that bad boy. So I'm definitely in line. Yeah, he's, he's keeping them all to himself, though. Yeah, but he has the elephant, not a contender. That's what he ended up going with. All right, ladies, you want to ask him some football questions? Oh, football. You play football, right? That's right. Okay, Luke. <laughs> obviously, <laughs> obviously, it's the off season, but I'm sure you've been paying attention to the signings the Jaguars have made. So give us your opinion on the offensive linemen, the veterans that will be joining you. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anytime you can bring in, um, you know, experience, uh, ability into a, an offensive lineman, it's a, it's a good, uh, good thing to do. But, you know, just having depth, having bodies, having people to learn from, not just myself, but, you know, we're a pretty young group. And, being able to bring in veteran presence, it always it always bolsters the group a little bit. So you know, it's exciting. It's exciting times, and uh, not just with the offensive line, but with the whole team. Do you have a favorite uh, free agency move that you've seen so far? Not with, not just the Jaguars, but league wide. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm very very thrilled that we brought back Avery Jones <laughs> because not only is he just a you know obviously he's got a great figure and. Um, he's beautiful to look at in the locker room, but uh, <laughs> he's, he, he's 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 a good friend of mine, though. But uh, he's a guy that we get that I get to battle against every day of practice, um, and you know, anytime you can keep in house talent like that, that's pretty cool. Luke, there's been pro days last week, this week. Tell us what it was like for you when you were preparing for the draft. 
Uh, I was actually finishing my master's, so I was taking like 15 or 16 credits and uh, also trying to squeeze in some time uh, to train. But uh, it was a little different experience, I think, than a lot of guys have. But I was in Charlottesville, a place I was comfortable with, and I had great strength staff there. So uh, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was, it was a nerve-wracking experience, as you know, as you guys can imagine, but it's also it's a lot of fun. Luke, you're really good friends with Jake McGee, who transferred from Virginia to Florida, the tight end, and he had a really good season with the Gators. Uh, have you bent Dave Caldwell's ear a little bit on <laughs> on drafting Jake? <laughs> I do, I do, uh, I, I definitely give him, like, you know, some subtle hints towards that direction. Uh, but no, they and, and they've known him. They they got to coach him a little bit at the Senior Bowl and all that stuff. But I think, uh, you know, the. The friendship with me might be like a minus on the draft. Right? Might have to. He might have to be like denying that as much as possible. Luke, we have a very important question for you. This is something. This is something that we ask every guest on our show. And I think we first asked Ryan Davis. We did. Ryan Davis was the first, and we've since done it every single time. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yeah. Serious question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Good no hesitation. Can you yes. explain yourself? Um, I can make one up too bad. If that's a good definition for a sandwich. But, Say uh, that again. No, I think if I, the fact that I can make it without screwing it up, that, that qualifies as a sandwich. Okay. Or you can go to Burger King and get one. Oh, that's not even going to gross. <laughs> Speaking of gross, I have a, a, a crazy question to ask you. So the, last night, the Cleveland Cavaliers played against the Denver Nuggets, and Cavaliers fans had this challenge called me versus Nuggets. And what they had to do is they had to eat a chicken nugget for every point that the Denver Nuggets scored. And it, <laughs> there was a couple people that almost died, oh I think, God. from the experiment. And I was wondering, I've seen you put down some wings. How many chicken nuggets do you think you could finish? I'm trying to figure out which one of y'all, and by y'all I mean everyone, didn't like mention this to me. I would have so, I would have so partaken. <laughs> you would have been there. You buy your plane ticket to Denver. Oh, man, what a missed opportunity. That's amazing. What a great marketing idea. In, in so do, you know how many, uh, do, do you know how many McDonald's chicken nuggets you could eat? Over no, I don't know. NBA I don't, game? I'm, I'm happy to say there's no number on that right now. Uh, no qualitative research has been done. I think over a two-hour period, you could easily go, like, 112. Wow. <laughs> I have faith in Luke. Uh, a couple of the again, that we had I barbecue followed. judging together, True. and they tell you to eat one bite of each piece that you're given. Right, so you get five pieces of chicken, five pieces of pork, five pieces of ribs. Luke had every bite of every single thing in front of him. Meanwhile, I had my one prescribed bite. Prescribed. Uh, there was, there was a couple of people that stopped. For sure. And he was slightly, you yeah. Know, th th there were full. a couple people that stopped well short of the goal. Sure, oh, man. <laughs> there was about seventy McDonald's chicken nuggets that these guys ate. Luke, you're a really versatile offensive lineman. What position, if you had to choose of any, what position would you play? Ooh, in football, I think I'd have to, um, I'd have to swing over to the uh, the kicking position because oh. I've been told I've been told that it helps your golf game. <laughs> and if that's true, I could use any help I can get. Well, you opened that up for in football. So, what position in any other sport? 
Any other sport, I think? I don't know. I grew up like a huge baseball fan, a huge hockey fan. I think being a starting pitcher, like an ace pitcher would be pretty cool, just working every five days and just going out there and like shutting somebody down. <laughs> That'd be pretty fun. But also don't, like goalie Don't you hockey. also, don't you work every six days? <laughs> Anyways, it's oh, true. I wish that was a few months true. out of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Luke, I got to meet one of your... Um, College friends, Mo Bryan, Morgan Bryan. Yeah. She's fantastic. Soccer player for the U.S. Women's National nice. Team. Nice. Um, she is. She, I she asked is. her about you. She had no idea who you were. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that's actually true of most people from Charlotte. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No, she raved about you, um, and she's awesome. And uh, I'm hoping when they slow down, we can maybe get her on our show. I got to talk to her for something else, and it was she's she's fantastic. All right, so the season gets ramped up starting next month. So, uh, what are the last few things you'll do before you have to go to workouts? Um, you, I mean, you start you start just getting in the mindset, start looking back through the playbook, uh, start picking up workouts a little bit, and um, but you know, also you gotta you gotta take your time and see your family and spend time with people you care about because once you get into it, it gets pretty hectic. So, uh, all those things, check them off the list and just get ready to get going. Well, enjoy it, enjoy it while you can. One more question before before we let you go. This is another question that um, we ask uh, a lot of the Jaguar players, along with is a hot dog a sandwich. But what is your who is your favorite Disney princess? Disney princess. Disney princess. <laughs> oh man, that's really tough. Jasmine. There's Cinderella. Ariel. Pocahontas. Uh, I think. Well, is what's what's um. Bell. He's gonna go rogue. I know. (laughs) He's he's gonna pick like the crap. Scared for this answer. Sophia. Yeah. No. I think is Rapunzel Disney princess. Uh, Tangled. Yeah. 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 I've always seen that one in the the Long flowing hair. I can't grow. Yeah. (laughs) Tangled. It is. You did well. (laughs) Hey, do you have a weird mustache going on right now? Uh, I, I am, I am in, I am in training right now for, uh, my life. What is it? What is the current shape? So WrestleMania is in two weeks and I am training for my Hulk Hogan, uh, outfit. So I, I had to shave, the, I had to shave the handlebar mustache and. I really hope it's not the outfit from Gawker. I was going to say that would be oh. his birthday suit. <laughs> That's not even getting Do you have a Hulk that. Hogan impersonation? Uh, the Hulkster, the Hulkster is, is a man of his own. I won't, I won't pretend to <laughs> be able to impersonate him. Oh, Luke, thanks for joining us. Luke Boinko, Jaguars offensive lineman. I think we could ask him a million I other know. random questions. All the professional questions. questions come from us. Right. Yes. And we are professionals. Don't yeah, forget. Sorry, sorry about that Mike Dempsey tweet earlier, too. <laughs> I know that you revere him because you walk by that studio every day. Every day. And you just, yeah, you know, I just want, yeah, you always ask to be on Jaguars today and they always say no. So <laughs> I get it. I get it. You're trying to suck up. And luckily he was listening. So we will give, you know, him your name as a recommendation for an interview soon. Uh, Luke, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, tell the Jags fans why this year is going to be really special. This year is going to be special because, uh, you know, we just we keep grinding away and keep, you know, getting better and um, bring some bring some more wins to, to do ball. You got it. Do All ball. right. Well, go Jags, and we will talk to you soon. See you, Luke.
Thanks, y'all. Thanks, y'all. Yep, absolutely. I will see him, I'm sure, at the barbecue judging. Is that coming up? Why do you it keep is. plugging that? It is. It's next that? month. It's next oh, month. And it's cool. for Daniel Kids, which is a great organization. Nice. That helps underprivileged kids. So, And yeah. you got a real invite this year? I did. Nice. I did. Well, I got a real invite last year, oh, too. okay. But if you go to their website that says, like, <laughs> former celebrities that have been involved in the contest, I'm not oh, on it. I know. I, maybe, like, there. third time's a it's charm. Okay, yeah. this time. Maybe we'll see. This time around, your claim to fame. <laughs> Is barbecue judging. Maybe. Well, we are going to check in with Tyler and check on the 10 XL text line driven by Duval Ford as to our Easter basket answers. And we are also going to check in with Jen Stewart. You have heard her before on our show, marketing manager for DreamFinders, about this amazing mazel, model, model tough, and this amazing model, as well as the upcoming communities that DreamFinders will be expanding into. You're listening to Helmets and Heels, built by DreamFinders Homes on 10 XL on 2.5 FM. Girls just want to talk football. More helmets and heels. Built by DreamFinders Homes. Presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products. Now on 1010XL, 92.5 FM. So shocking that my walk-up song would be a country song by Eric Church. This is Mr. Misunderstood. It has some of the greatest lyrics you'll ever hear, which he usually does. But this song specifically. But it doesn't even pump you up. Yeah. That's oh, my thing. gosh. It, it pumps pump me up. Did you not see me before we came back? I was jamming out. Do you work out to this song? Like, is it, is it that? It, I can absolutely work out to this song. I love this song. Yes, I can absolutely work out to this song. Really? Oh, I can't. I love. I know. I get. I but I most people don't work out to country and I do so I I get I get it I get it but this song to me I absolutely love this would be my walk up song I'm I'm just I'm a country girl at heart and this is what I, I love. love country too but I want it my walk I want it I love Eric Church all right I could just stop talking and listen to this for like three minutes thank you Tyler uh, that was quick notice and you did it perfectly um, oh I just love that song. Jen Stewart's here, marketing manager of DreamFinders Homes. Jen, you've been able and been so kind to join us before and provide for us food and drinks at every single remote we've ever been to at a DreamFinders model home. So let's talk about this specific spot in Mandarin Oaks. There's only one home left. So there's one spec home left, and then the model is still for sale. Um, but this we, particular model is for sale. This model, so it can be yours. Wow. And for how much? Five hundred. Oh, thousand. okay. <laughs> the, it. Com- the community That's itself it. is a little lower, but the models are always done up. Yes, we like to show it. you your potential. I and my potential is really around is me this? right now. Yeah. I have I, very I can't get much higher. Unrealistic expectations for my first home, <laughs> <laughs> especially. Totally. Now working for Dream Binders. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like brick walls everywhere. Yep. I just need coffered ceilings. Yeah. That's what that ceiling is right there is a yes. coffered ceiling. So if so you you're can't, learning. Yes. If I'm you proud. can't see it, thank it's you. amazing. There is, and what kind of wood is that? Mahogany? Ooh, that's a great oh, question. Okay. Well, there's dark wood um, <laughs> in the coffered ceiling up above us to our to our uh, side of the kitchen in the living room. <laughs> I'm going to guess it's like a dark it cherry is, or mahogany. It's definitely like mahogany. So there we go. Perfect. Um, so people are going to ask for that now. They're going to be like, it's not, <laughs> it's not an option. We don't even carry that. <laughs> what but is it's this beautiful. word you speak of? <laughs> um, all right. But so tell people right now there's the promotion going on that was run last season with the DreamFinders Home um, yeah. models where they can come and register for the... 
Take it to the house promotion. Take yes. it to the house promotion. Same. Love it. The Shad family last year won. Mm-hmm. That was really exciting, watching them get to meet Rashad Green after he took that punt to the house. And yep. Jaguars won that game, I'm pretty sure. I think we did. They did. Yeah. Because that was the Titans game? No, it was no, the week after the Titans. Sweet. They almost yeah. did it at the Titans game. That's right. I remember that now. Um, but so tell people what they do when they come in, when they want to register, and then also if they're interested in purchasing a home. Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually running a few things in our models right now. Now, um, we are doing the Take It to the House promotion. Just like last year, it'll be $100,000 towards the Dream Founders home Ooh. if a punt is returned for a touchdown. Um, the Shad family, I like Shad. it. Shad. So it's spelt like Shad, so they're, and her name's like R. Shad. So she's like, right. it's destiny. Um, <laughs> we say Shad. I know, yeah. Shad family. And Shad Khan. Um, they, yes, Shad Khan, they don't spell it the same, though. They won last season, and they're just so gracious and so excited. And so it's been Which really fun. Which community are they going into? They're actually going to go on a private lot. So. Oh, my oh. gosh. That's amazing. Yeah. They didn't even need the 100000 no. <laughs> but they're super excited. They've been season ticket holders since day one. Oh, wow. Um, of the Couldn't Jacks. They've never family. missed a home game. They sit right there in the end zone. I need to figure out if their seats are getting moved, but oh, yeah. with all the renovations. But yeah, so such a sweet family. And they actually learned about the promotion from the game. They were sitting there and saw the promotion. So for us, that's exciting. Exactly. That means, you know, it's worth it. And they had been in the stadium home before and they had come and seen me. And I was like, oh, well, like if you win, the camera will come towards you, but you're fine to sit in your own seats. And then, of course, they won. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so, you know, karma on me, but it's fine. Bad marketing manager there. Got it. Oh, because you were, you were gracious to have them in the, in the home at the stadium. Well, but speaking of promotions in the warmer weather that we have going on, hopefully later on this week, TPC's coming up. It is. So we're actually doing a social media campaign, just getting people on there invested. So you can go to a model, take a picture either with our site agent or in the model, put it up on social media, and we're giving away two Benefactor tickets to the TPC. So if you've never nice. been to Benefactor, you want to go. Yeah. So it's exciting. There's all of that going on. You can register at any of our models and on our website, you can find those. We have two new communities that we're really excited about. So one is Longfield Preserve. It's actually down the road from here. So we're selling that out of Mandarin Oaks right now until our new model is done there. Very exciting. Um, super exciting. And so it's right in the heart of Mandarin. It's like 54 lots, which isn't a huge, so it's really quaint, great for a family, great for that older couple that are looking to downsize and just be in something that feels a little bit more homey and less industrialized. Um, and it's in a perfect location. I mean, you're right between 295 and 95. Being from Atlanta, I constantly say 285, so I myself. <laughs> no, you did a good job. <laughs> I, know, I know that 285. I'm mode. like, um, and then another huge one that we're excited about is Markland. And speaking of golf, it's down near World Golf Village. Ooh. It's awesome. It's a gated community, which is great. And the stadium home that we have at Everbank Field is actually going to be the model that's down there. Wow. So can we go on the truck when the stadium home is moved to Markland? Well, we're not moving that Dang one. It. Let's we're right, not that's going oh, to a veteran. That's so going to a veteran. We're, re, we're building a second, a second stadium okay. home, but we call it the model floor plan is called the stadium home. Got it. But it'll okay. have a garage down there, and it'll be 
A That's little, right. We don't have a garage at our home away from home. Yeah. We don't. We don't. <laughs> um, and so you can go visit that one. It's beautiful down there and it's part of St. John's County. So you have the top rated schools again, gated community. So those are two communities we're just really excited about that people can go register, but we have 14 different models throughout Jacksonville from Uly to St. Augustine. So people have wow. a lot of opportunity to register for both promotions. Can you give us an update on the stadium home? Because we we already know that you're giving it away yes. in a year, right? In yes. a year. I am currently working with our website company to figure out how to start nominating people. So that okay. should actually be up pretty soon um, because we will announce the winner during the season next year. Cool. So that will be during exciting. a game? It will be during a game. Wow. And then the veteran will be there. Hopefully so. Maybe. We'll yeah. coordinate all that. Yeah. yeah, before. We haven't figured out all the details, but that would be the ideal situation is that they would be at the game. They would be okay. on the Jumbo Tron. So fans can, fans can still tour the stadium home during the season before Absolutely. it's given away. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. Yes, I heard open. such great things about fans. Because think about it. What other stadium has a home that you can tour and then potentially create that to be your own home and use things in the home? So yeah, I think none. that's so first awesome. First one in the world, right? Yeah. yeah, it's the first one, and we have some great ideas for the ones coming after it. So we're excited. Yay! Right. brainstorming. I think a picture of helmets and heels is on one of the walls, right? Absolutely. I'm sure I can talk Patrick into it. <laughs> can we pick the <laughs> color scheme for the next one? It's probably going to be Jags themed. I mean, it is that. Oh, you're right. Okay. I'd pick that anyways. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We would. So I'm... thanks. Thanks for asking us. We picked Jags theme. Thanks. Perfect. Yep. See, yes, okay. you can. Thank you. Turquoise and gold. It's That's all you. That's all we want. <laughs> I am looking forward to seeing your gold pants on the field again when this year we have the sequence. Yeah, the sequence and this year we have a winner. Um, but I think the most exciting part too for people who are from Jacksonville is you guys are, are doing something completely against the grain and using such quality materials everywhere. It, it's not like, okay, well, if you went to that DreamFinders community, it's going to be a little bit lower grade. But if you go to that DreamFinders community, it's nicer, which is how a lot of home builders do it. So how do you guys get everything you know, so great in every place? Because for us, it's not about... You know, that key, you know, Nocatee is a key community for us. Everyone loves Nocatee. It's beautiful. They've done a great job making it just an totally agrees. deal place mm-hmm. to live, but that's not for everybody. And so we believe everyone deserves the same quality, the same service, the same experience, no matter where they want to live. We don't want to pigeonhole them into one area. And so we really love to just take care of our people. And for us, it doesn't matter if you're all the way up in Fernandina Beach or you're all the way down in St. Augustine. We want you to get the same quality and we want to have a reputation for having that same quality throughout, not only in Jacksonville, but the country and our other divisions as well. And everyone who's been in a DreamFinders home knows that that's how it is. Um, Blad, tell everyone about DreamFinders social media accounts that um, you may or may not have anything to do with. Possibly. <laughs> Nothing. What are you So, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're all over the place. Um, definitely v- very high focus on Instagram, obviously. That's a very... Um, Great way to showcase everything. Exactly. Yes, Instagram's very image-friendly um, or, or image-focused, um, so that's where we put a lot of the, the efforts in showcasing these beautiful homes. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a tough thing to do to, to show how beautiful these 
homes are. No, you can take pictures easily with an iPhone. The picture that, <laughs> yeah. that you took earlier of us out on the back porch with an iPhone, not a professional camera, was stunning. Mm-hmm. And that's what that's what I love. So, Jen, thank you so much for joining Thanks us. Thanks for having me. I have Thanks, one Jen, question for you, Amanda. For me? Ask yeah. her. Ask her. These oh, cheerleaders that bothered you, were they wearing jorts? Because... <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. So <laughs> these cheerleaders were Florida Gator cheerleaders. The jorts. And they were not wearing jorts. <laughs> and no, that is not me sticking up for Florida Gators. That is me just telling you the facts. Roll tide, right? For the record. No, not going there. I'm not. I can't do that, Jen. Yeah, she tried. If the Gator cheerleaders that, were in jorts, they would still look fantastic. Oh, they were the same. cutest little girls I've ever seen. Okay. I'm sure they were beautiful yeah. and wonderful. They were beautiful just and cute. for Florida. Yeah. And they knew what they were doing. It's just when people are yelling in orange and blue in front of you and you're a Seminole, it doesn't work. At least we can agree on colors. True. <laughs> true. Yeah, you don't love the gold, though. You're garnet, just no gold. No, that's true. Yeah. yeah. But I love gold. Secretly, I can put a divide. But not There's with nothing wrong with gold. Jen, yeah. have I ever told you my cheerleading story? I was on the cheerleading team, team when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> I can't. She was obviously really good at cheering because she can fifth grade very well. at, at basketball <laughs> games. They had a cheerleading team at St. Paul's. A team, not a squad. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was a team. <laughs> We didn't have squads. No, there wasn't even enough of us to have a squad. Well, I how many picked, do you need? I don't know. Enough, like twelve, I think. Right, oh. like eight to twelve. Yeah, there Ideally was like you have six 16, of us. But yeah. okay. well, whatever. Okay. Anyway, well, in basketball, sometimes you have to have a smaller amount because to if you can on fit the, on the baseline yeah. and I'll, you know not be in the paint. Anyway, I was told I was too loud. Oh, and I was asked not to come back the next year. You have to be really loud to be told you're too loud. Thank you. An 11 year old or 10 year old, however old I was, I felt like you did an amazing job supporting our basketball team. (laughs) Were you like screaming viciously or were you like peppy? No, I was back. I've been the, I mean, I'm not really a peppy person, but I think I was in between obnoxious and peppy. (laughs) (laughs) You know, stuff like that. But, uh, you know what? I showed up the cheerleaders and I joined the basketball team and I was on the basketball team the next three years. So take that cheerleaders <laughs> and all your sassiness. Jen, thanks again for joining us. Jen Thank Stewart, you. Dream Finders Homes marketing manager for the Jacksonville area, which I guess includes everything from North Florida to South Florida to who knows? South Denver, Florida. Denver, Austin, all yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Holy the place. cow. All, the place. <laughs> all right. We have, uh, we have some more special guests joining us because that's what we do around here. We bring in special people. Brady Bass and Terry McGriff are going to join us next to talk about the Dixie Blues, a women's football team here in Jacksonville. You're listening to Helmets and Heels, built by Dreamfenders Homes on Tintetic Sound on 2.5 FM. And heels built by Dreamfinders Homes, presented by Underwood Jewelers and American Window Products on 1010XL 92.5 FM. I'm listening intently to this song as we come back because this is Blythe's choice walk-up song. I can totally see her as a designated hitter. Yes, batting with this song, she only comes up to the plate and knocks at least a double. Yeah, she at least a coffee. double oppo. You know, right field, a right hitter and a right field, left hitter and a left field. You know, oppo's not all a that thing. stuff. Oppo is totally a thing. So not a thing. But this is hustle hard. Uh, at least the clean version is what we're hoping we're playing. I trust Tyler. Oh, <laughs> I hope. I'm just kidding. That's why I started talking and immediately. And we're out. <laughs> we have some special guests joining us right now, and they are actually going to join us in studio next week, but we absolutely want to say hello now. Talking about 
women playing football. It has become a very recent thing about women coaching in football, Mm -hmm. but women playing football, I think, doesn't get enough attention. So we're going to have a former slash current player, Brandy Bass, joining us, and offensive line coach Terry McGriff joining us now. Hi, y'all. How are you? How are you? Thank you for having us. Thank you Great things. Look around, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So we'll get into all the details next week, but tell everyone a little bit about the Dixie Blues. If women are interested, what's coming up, all kind of the preview stuff. Okay. Um, The Jacksonville Dixie Blues, we've been around since 2001. Uh, So for 15 years now, we've been playing NFL-style football. And it's not the lingerie league. That's what everyone says. Oh, I've seen you. You play. You go drink beer and get hammered, and you've got, you know, women running around in lingerie. But, no, it's uh, full pads, helmet, like I said, NFL-style football. Um, it's great. It's it's incredible. It's something that's up and coming. We used to dominate the league when we first entered. I remember that. For the first eight years that we were in it. And then the team started getting more competitive. Um and now they're kicking our butt, so we're trying to become more relevant now. And what position and do you play? I play defensive back. Oh, you have to cover the wide receiver. I do. See, Ooh, that's, that's why I said she looked badass. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I don't yeah. want her covering me. I've, I've tried as hard as I could to stay off the field this year and just manage everything, but, but. That's, that's getting a little too difficult. So. Oh. I'm pretty sure I'll step in at some point. I'm supposed to dress out just to hold the kicks because I'm also the holder Okay. for our um, field goal kicker. But I can't do that. He's absolutely <laughs> no. fabulous field goal kicker, no. by the way. You're a great field goal kicker, too? Oh, no, not me. Oh, no, field our field goal kicker. No, no, we're talking about our field goal kicker. I was kicker. like, how many things do you do? Our field goal kicker, she actually, she uh, played, she was goalkeeper at University of Georgia, soccer. Um, she played professional soccer overseas in Czech. And um, phenomenal. I mean, she kicks 45-yarders in practice. like Routine. Routine. Crazy. Which I don't know if y'all you have know. ever tried a right. field goal. I, I You're a soccer allowed. player, right? I was a soccer player. So it should be natural for I like, you. I, it, uh, no. It's line drive? Sick. Line drive? I did the line she was drive. a keeper, so they're used exactly. to Exactly. Okay. They're used to that booting it, which right. is what, yeah, all the parents yell. No, I kicked it straight into, like, the guy standing under the field goal. Um, what do you call it? What is that called? Goal post? Goal post. There you post. go. And it, uh, it hit him in the region where no. you don't want to hit, and mm-hmm. he told me I wasn't allowed to try again. <laughs> um, you can be the backup. It's fine. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, Terry, tell us, how do you teach female offensive linemen who have maybe never done this before? The exact same way you teach young children. The okay. exact same way. You kind of go through step by step. The technique. And um, you explain it to them and you make sure they understand it. And once they understand it, most of the times women are smarter than guys anyway. So, <laughs> so they get it. And um, I've had a fabulous time this year with these ladies. And... Um, I've learned a lot. It's just wonderful. And uh, last year, I spent a lot of time just observing, kind of because I had a friend that was coaching, and I observed. And the one thing I could tell them that was one compliment as a coach that I could give them, I couldn't tell whether it was girls or guys. Hmm. Send me the hair. No, when they put the pads on, (laughs) the the viciousness of the hits, the the technique that they were using, it was great. So I said, he asked me, did I want to come on and help? I said, sure would. Sarah, I love that you say that because we had Jen Welter on a few weeks back, and yes. and Blythe uh, asked her such a great question: What's do you coach the women different than you do coach the men? And she's, you know, she said clearly yes. There's Absolutely. there's a huge difference of how you talk to them, mm-hmm. and just like with you said, Terry, the women get it. The women, mm-hmm. the women just want the X's and O's. Just tell us what we need to do, yes. mm-hmm. whereas opposed, the men need to have their ego stroked yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. And you're Absolutely. okay. Yeah. You're still a good boy. Yeah. It's so. so much easier because all these guys do it on a volunteer basis. So we've got 
got eight coaches and they don't get paid. They're there every Tuesday, Thursday night for two hours. And Saturday. And Saturday mornings. <laughs> exactly. But they do it because they love it. And it's so much easier to coach women because you're not having to break old habits. And they're so excited to learn. It's something, an opportunity they've usually never had before. And How many rookies it. do we have this year? About we have 16. 16 rookies. 16 rookies wow. and um, 23 veterans. So. Impressive. Now, I know we're going to get into more next week. Yeah, we week, will. Right. But, um, so your season starts August 2nd. April. April, April, April 2nd. I'm so sorry. April 2nd, yes. They're about um, the A months. A, right. I know. Um, <laughs> what do we do for tickets? Where, where do we go? What, what What's the deal with that? Uh, DixieBluesFootball.com is our website. And um, we'll have you can get tickets, purchase tickets off of there. Um, they are everyone twelve and under free, all children twelve and under free, and it's seven dollars a ticket. Nice. We'll have uh, some combo specials and things at the gate, um, whether you want to purchase drinks and things like that. So. Free parking. Free parking. It it's at University Christian. Okay. Um, April second, seven p.m. is kickoff. Awesome. And if you want to come out and watch practice, we practice on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So come out and learn a little bit of football. What these ladies do and all the great effort that they give. Awesome. Right. April 2nd is a Saturday for Correct. people who don't have the things in their heads. <laughs> I always do. But yeah, y'all, thanks for joining us. I Absolutely. can't wait to talk more next week. I'm really excited. We are. Thank you for having I us. Love it. Absolutely. Thanks, Brandy Bass and Terry McGriff from the Jacksonville Dixie Blues. And uh, now we're going to get to a little bit of idiots, not, not transitioning at all from them to uh, idiots. But there are some important things we need to discuss mainly a guy named Dino on Twitter that Amanda found. And I, I don't even know that I want to. I'm actually upset that you gave his name. Yeah, I was going to say. Only because I, I don't want to give him have, attention. But yeah. you know the reason that I did is probably more because of the fact that several people from Jaxel ended up tweeting him and saying that Helmets and Heels is such a great show, and they appreciate women in sports more because really? of our show. Yes. Oh, that's I've, really I've cool. along with some of that stuff. That's awesome. Cool. Yes. So the reason, that's the only reason that I mentioned him is, in, okay. you know, in case people want to find him and all that good stuff. Um, but here's what, here's what this guy said, and I'm not even going to give his Twitter name, but like I've always said, without apology, women have no place in the world of legitimate sports talk radio. No sexism, comma, simply fact. Hashtag team whatever. Um, first of all, uh, because I'm a grammar person, it should have been no sexism, semicolon. Oh, my goodness. Simply fact. <laughs> so right there, you're wrong. And maybe you have no place and on maybe Twitter. maybe you have no place. But in the place of legitimate sports talk radio, several people question what legitimate sports talk radio right. even is. And if you're asking someone to be a coach almost and be able to break down games on the radio. That's one version of sports talk radio, but there's also another version where we share and we being collective sports talk radio hosts share how we feel about topics. We give our opinions. Oftentimes we, again, collective, not just females, give our opinions into things that no one else has ever had. I mean, how many of y'all have ever been kicked off the cheerleading team because you were too loud? No, none of y'all have. So, but that, but that goes also to all sorts of stories. We discussed on our air, and, and Terry brought this up in the break as we were about to come back, that he loved our show on Ray Rice when we all you know, brought a different, unique perspective on Ray Rice. Donna especially had a really personal story to tell about that type of stuff. So not only would I like to sit this guy in a room and explain to him 
not question him like, oh, you know, why do you think this? But it just explained to him that legitimate sports talk radio can take a whole variety of different um, versions and that legitimate is, is such a relative word. And here's what I would have to say is thanks to all of our listeners who listen in every week mm-hmm. and believe that we are a legitimate sports talk radio show. That's what I would like to say. But that's me being really nice. What I'd really like to do is get him in the octagon and punch his face, <laughs> then punch his stomach, then punch some other stuff and like make sure that he understands that women are strong. Women have a place in this business and women also have a unique perspective. All right, I'm done. Y'all's turn. Well done. Brand over. I think the common conception of men talking about sports is that they could have played before. And that's why people say, oh, well, I believe him. There are so many coaches. There are so many sports figures in the media that have never played. And I think that's why men who are sexist go straight to attack women because they know women have never played. So I do get but that. But, that's but it's my, not a real we thing. We just talked to a woman who's that. played football. Absolutely. And that's what I'm saying. Obviously, though, the women who play football, that's very rare. Super rare. So I understand when men are like, oh, women have never played. I get it. But why can't we study the game the same as you? Why can't we research? Why can't we watch? Why can't we learn how to play the same as you just because we haven't been given the opportunity to play in the NFL? That doesn't mean that we know what we're talking about. There are lots of men who talk and coach that have never played. And so... I think that's where the misconception comes in. Um, but I also don't want to give this guy the time of day because I know it was just an attention grabber. I know he was just trying to get followers, trying to get clicks. So I like that he brought up this topic because it's fun for us to talk about. But I don't want to give him the attention because he doesn't deserve it at all. I think traditionally, from, from a media perspective, we've always been used to, to hearing from one point of view, the, the, the older, the, the, the white man syndrome, where everything that we consume is through one point of view. And now that we, we've sort of spread, especially in the past, you know, five to 10 years, you're seeing more media, more, more women behind it that have, that can bring that extra perspective that no one else has heard before. And maybe it's for you. And maybe if it's not, and if it's not for you, you have free will, turn the channel don't listen but plenty of people have responded in particular to our show so apparently we are doing something right and we don't have to prove anything to this guy that that's my main takeaway i don't have to prove nothing to you made this way made it this far on our own we don't need his approval i'm just gonna go with how i was raised and if someone makes fun of you it's just because they're jealous so that guy is probably seeing another female in the wings wanting to take over his spot and was like, well, women shouldn't do this. Or she had just advanced past him. Yes. Yeah. So I'm just going to go with that. Like he just, he, he's, he's just a moron that says stupid stuff. That should, yeah. yeah. He, he can go and sit in a corner with Ray Moore and, and be best buddies with him. Which we ran out of time to get to Ray Moore, the CEO of Indian Wells that, uh, was basically let go today because he made the most nonsensical comments I've ever heard any CEO make in any business lady players. Um, maybe we'll get to that next week but yeah that women should ride the coat or women have been riding the coattails of men's tennis players and it just will blow your mind if you anyone that has gotten to that position in life that could ever say something that demoralizes the, the, the part that he said that that women should get on their knees and yes the men i'm like oh okay i, 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 right, like, I, I know i, I like, gotcha me, 
never mind. Um, I think it's like <laughs> if I took cardio kickboxing today that that's why, yeah, I want an octagon with you Ray listen Moore. Up. Go listen to your country. And, yeah. and see, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Knock them in the heads with bats. All right. We're going to check in with Fat Tony next. You've been listening to Helmets and Heels built by Dream Hunters Home live from the Mandarin Oaks model. If you like this place and what you're going to see on their Instagram and their Twitter, there's only one left plus this model. So get to it. Dream finders at dream underscore finders on Twitter. Thanks so much to Tom champion. Thanks so much to Tyler Devitt. And we will be back to check in with fat Tony next on 10 10 X on only 2.5 FM. Thanks for checking out the podcast for helmets and heels as a friendly reminder. You can always check out the latest on our Twitter feed at helmets and heels or on our website at guysgirl.com backslash helmets and heels.